Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all alone. But feeling good and feeling strong, knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself, I'm driving. Hey y'all, I'm Jules. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly, what's up? Hey Jules, I'm excited. You're excited. Okay, your voice has gone up a few octaves. (laughs) So give us the update. Is this to do with Panama? Uh, Well... Uh, I can tell you a little bit about Panama. We, we have a, the house is under contract and we are in the process. We're having the home inspection tomorrow and we are getting everything ready. We're, we're doing a trip back up to see friends and family very shortly. Um, and, uh, we'll be spending the weekend there and then we will be heading out. Well, well, no, then we're going to be dropping off. like two boxes and three pictures of stuff that my cousin has kindly offered to hold on to for us. And then we're leaving with two suitcases each, one check bag, one carry-on and and the dog. And that's it. And away we go. Oh my God. I I have just been writing out all the details for the estate sale people who are going to be coming in and selling everything. Sweet. Sweet. Okay. So our listeners can maybe go and check out the estate sale if they want to. Well, if they want to come to Richmond, Virginia, they can. Yeah, There you go. Just let them know where it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think that this episode will probably come out after that. So So sorry, folks. Sorry, kids. You missed your opportunity. This would be why you want to be on the mailing list. (laughs) You go to kellysparta.com. You get more more, uh, up-to-date information because we send out a newsletter every week. 
And it just gives you all the details of all the places that I've spoken and everything that I've done and and updates with things like this. If you follow on social media, you get all of... Especially on TikTok, you get really active up-to-the-date information because I put out a TikTok almost every day. And so if you want to know what's going on in my life, rather than just in my business, uh, TikTok is the place to follow. And and it cross-posts to Facebook and Instagram. So if you want to follow there too, you're good to go. Although... It only cross posts a minute, which is weird because sometimes I do three minute videos and then it only cross posts a minute. And it's like, why? I don't know. But that's what it does. It's one of those strange things that happens I, with technology. I think it's just the way that Facebook decided to limit TikTok sharing is like, which I think is ridiculous because it forces you, if you want the whole thing to go to TikTok, it's like, well, why would you do that to your? Your people, but whatever. Nobody. If if I ruled the world, this stuff would be different. I swear. <laughs> so it would be much easier. It is. Yes. But enough about me. No, because we have a guest. We do have a guest. I am so excited about this. This is going to be such a cool episode. Just to let you know, I am seriously yes. excited. Me so too. we have Miss Shannon Grissom with us today. Hi, Miss yes. Shannon. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, you two. Absolutely. So, uh, listeners, let y'all know a little bit about Shannon. Um, she is an artist. Now, she did not discover painting until she was 33. Um, but once she discovered this hidden, hidden passion, she was hooked and driven. Um, by 1999, she was able to leave her daytime job and begin to create art as her full-time business. At 46, uh, she published her children's book, Monkey Made of Sockies. And that's S-O-C-K-I-E-S, just so you know how to spell it plurally. Along with the line of licensed merchandise, including a coloring book. Okay, that's way fun. And the popular Monkey Made of Sockies golf club head covers. That's so cool. Um, and they have been carried on tour by several LPGA pros. Uh, Shannon is an award-winning artist television producer, host, author, and songwriter. And she just launched an online creativity school called Painterly. And you can learn more about her work with the Sock Monkeys at, and we're going to talk about this today, SockMonkeyOracle.com. So welcome to the family, Shannon. Yeah, I'm super excited. So um, one of the things that the listeners may not realize is that I get an email roughly every three days with people asking to be on the podcast. And I vet everybody. I, I sit down and I go through all their websites and I check them out and I take, take an energetic read and the whole nine yards. And, and uh, this is the first time anybody's come to me with a deck that they had. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm excited. And so, but of course I had to vet it. Right. Because I, I asked, I asked for a copy of the deck so that I could get a feel for it. And I was just telling Shannon before we came on to this recording was that, uh, it, it is taking up some of the real estate in the two suitcases that we are taking to Panama because I have fallen in love with this deck because it's so good. Uh, one of the first questions I asked the deck was, about the the journey to Panama, about moving there. And the card that came up was traveling. And it was like... <laughs> I'm like, well, shit, that's right on the head. <laughs> that would be bullseye. Yeah, that's not even... Go- that. That's just straight up bullseye. 
you, you think? Yeah. And so, you know, this has been a lot of fun for me because I have been, I've been really getting to know these cards. I've been playing with them over the course of the last couple of months. And, you know, I don't do a lot of card reading for myself these days, usually, because I can usually just tap in and talk to my guides and whatever. But I've been particularly stressed out because of the home sale and the move and the, the downsizing, the blah, 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 right? And so when you're stressed, you're, you, you tend to be more easily, fall more easily into fear-based thinking. I know this about myself. I know this about life in general. And so uh, I reached out to these very comforting cards because they are just so happy and so lovely and, uh, and was doing some readings for myself. And I, I found them to be incredibly helpful. And so, you know, I, I have to tell you, uh, the fact that I would take a brand new deck with me uh, when nothing else that was not at least 20 years in my possession is going with me. So the fact that I would take a new deck with me is quite stunning, just for the record. So um, I I love these cards. And I want to talk to you, Shannon, about how you went about creating this deck. But before we before we do that, Jewel asked a question before the the episode started, which was... What's the difference between a tarot deck and an oracle deck? And Shannon, do you want to answer that? Yeah, I, I can. And then you can fill in whatever I've missed. Uh, <laughs> basically, t- uh, tarot decks are are very structured. There are certain rules about um, uh, all the all the decks. Um, if you pull the fool in one tarot card, the deck the meaning is you know, while the explanation may be slightly different. The meaning is always going to be the same and the fool is always going to mean the same no matter what tarot deck. You have a wide range of artwork, which also gives you clues. So there's a different feel for each deck and they're just an incredible tool. Uh, so they're, they're very structured and they all need to be created within certain parameters. Whereas with Oracle decks, whoever's creating the deck makes the rules. <laughs> the Oracle makes the rules. And so it all just falls along suit with whatever your guides are telling you as far as how to create the deck. So they're not structured. They can come with any number of cards and any number of themes. So, so I use them both. They're great. Yeah, I do too. I, I have a tendency to do multi-deck readings and, um, you know, I'll, I'll bring in different decks for different purposes. I find the traditional tarot is better for sort of physical reality answers. Whereas the Oracle decks, um, each Oracle deck has its own sort of specialty that it leans into. So like I use my Crystal Allies deck for emotionally based stuff. And, you know, my, my Fairy Oracle for stuff that's sort of uh, life path related. Um, and, and I also use my... Um, uh, the secret path cards for that. Um, I haven't yet figured out exactly where the sock monkeys fit in. So maybe you can enlighten us on that one, but yeah, they're all different. Right. Um, and funny thing, when I first drew this, this deck, I also pulled out my fairy Oracle deck. They don't like each other. (laughs) Well, no, I should say the fairies don't like the sock monkeys. 
um, the, the, the sock monkeys were just fine with the fairies. But the, uh, the, the fairies didn't like the sock monkeys, which I thought was quite interesting. Uh, I've never had the fairies be unhappy with the deck before, uh, but they were quite cranky. And so I won't be drawing them together, and that's okay. Uh, but you have, to, you have to trust your cards. You have to you know, let your cards do what they need to do. And, and sometimes energies just don't work together, right? And that's okay. There's and, nothing and wrong now, with how that. How long have you had the fairy deck? A long time. Okay, so what kind of the the visual that I'm getting here is that you have an only child for a long time, and then there's this new baby. Fairies aren't having it. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. How do how do I know this? I'm gonna sit here with a sock monkey deck and my fairies deck. They're gonna be like mad at each other. I don't know this. I'm a, what kind of, how do but maybe, okay. How do you know this? Well, but you know what I have, um, I can't tell I'm, I'm a self-proclaimed Oracle card junkie and, um, I, none of mine, um, as far as I can tell, have a problem with one another. Um, so, you know, it just may be a unique, you know, may, maybe a unique situation, but, but believe me, Jules, You'd know it if, if you'd have that feeling. <laughs> you'd have that feeling. So if so, you probably aren't having any conflict at this point. Um, yeah, you, I've never had conflict it. before. I've never had a problem before. I hope not, because they're all in the same little bag together, and I have like all my cards in the same little velvety sack together. My dragon cards, my fairies, my my sacred paths. All of that is all in those little nice little. So they so they stay nice and they don't get messed up and all that. And I'm like, okay, everybody's going to get along. Okay. Everybody's good. You know? <laughs> this is one big slumber party. So, you know, I don't want them in the deck, like duking it out and like I open a thing and cards come flying out, you know, <laughs> but it was, it was the way that I knew is that the, the fairies were giving me all kinds of negative stuff. They were giving me bad attitude and, and, it was not really relevant bad attitude. It was just bad attitude. And and I pulled the... I was like, maybe they just don't like the sock monkey cards. And I put the sock monkey cards away. And I apologized to the fairies. And I said, okay, now let's talk. And they gave me a reasonable reading. And I was like, okay, all right. They just didn't like the sock monkeys. And I think they were jealous. I think that's what it was. Because, you know, the, the fairies are kind of playful and they are kind of, you know, some of some of them, not all of them, but a lot of, you know, some of them are childlike. And they, I could totally see this, the sibling rivalry thing going on because the fairy the, or the sock monkey oracle deck is is very playful and very fun. And it's got a lot of energy. It's got a lot of juju in it. It does. So, yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah. Lots of juju. So let's yeah. talk about the process of creating this deck, Shannon. Okay. How did you go through the process? Because I just took a deck class. I just took a class on how to create an Oracle deck and I started the process and then I wandered off. But, um, you know, because I have things to do right now that are like, you know, taking up a lot more of my time. But, um, but I, I started with the concepts. Is that what you started with? Well, what happened was the, the paintings came to me first. And, and as I, um, as I started the paintings, and this this was a twenty year thing. This was one of those twenty year overnight success things. Uh, so the the painting came to me, and as I was as I painted each painting, I knew this is going to be an oracle deck. This is what this is where they have to go. So I created them with each state of being in mind. But I didn't do anything. It's set on my. I have this me and my big ideas list, 
and I just throw things on there and it's huge. It's a huge list. And so it sat on that list forever and for 20 years. I, I kept painting. I mean, I've done over 50 sock monkey paintings, but I didn't, I didn't do the deck. Well, during the pandemic, I had two one woman shows closed down and the first one closed down. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's just what's going on. When the second one closed down, I'm like, okay, universe, you are trying to tell me something. I need to switch gears. I need to switch directions. Um, so instead of sniveling, I'm like, what is on my list that I have not done that that's a virtual thing that I can do virtually. And I thought you, the first thing that I'm with you were screaming at me, soft monkey oracles. So, um, so that's how I, that's when I made the shift. So that was in 2020 and within a, so I did the graphic design. That was the next stage. I'm still putting off the writing, right? So I did the graphic design, had each card meant a certain thing. And then when it came time to write the text, write, write all the, the good little words for this, I was uh, thinking, okay, who am I to write this? I was just really doubting myself. And I heard in my mind's ear, who are you not to write it? And besides, it's not coming from you. <laughs> well, that'll and put your so, ego in check real quick. Yeah. And so here, <laughs> I've always been into metaphysics, but I've uh, kind of kept myself in the closet and everything. And But, you know, this blew that all open. Anyway, I so I sat down. And over the course of a month, it just spilled out. It just, you know, it's, I'm not saying it was, it came out perfect when it, when it emerged, but it just, oh, it took me only a month to write this. And then, I mean, I knew that it was, you know, meant to be. Then I, um, then as far as, this is the shortened version, but as far as pitching it to a publisher, I did all the logical research of who I should pitch to, who are my favorite decks, who, who, you know, all the logical reasons. And then I tuned in and said, okay, who should I pitch this to? And my first choice was Beyond Words Publishing. Oh my God. It was just that, that has been the, the best, you know, listening to my, my guides there was, was, yeah, it, it definitely worked out. So, so the process for me in this deck was not a logical linear it, it just didn't, you know, most people have more of a structured and more of a shortened time span of doing them. I am in the process now of creating yet another deck. Uh, they are not sock monkeys. They are lately, I've been just showing up at the canvas and say, okay, who wants to emerge? And so I'm getting faces. They're all guides. And so these faces are emerging. So n- now if you compare the sock monkey Oracle deck that took 20 years to do, over the last year, I'm already on painting number 26 out of 44 that I intend to do. So I'm, I'm thinking another year on this project. So it'll be a, it'll be a sh- much shorter time span. The art for me takes the longest amount of time. I'm uh, not surprised. Yeah. So, um, so that's, so that's the process. I created the art, then the graphic design, then from, then from the graphic design, then I knew exactly where I needed to go with, okay, what is this telling me? So, so I did a combination of, of the word that would know, be one word for each card, basically. And then, so I would tune in not only just what is, what is, what, what words transpire with this, but then looking at the artwork and what, what's the artwork telling me that I don't even know. It's another way of tuning in. So I, I like to tune in intuitively as well. So that's the basic, you know, basically how I got it done. That's 
That's impressive. That That is saying something, you know, it's like, so when I started the programs that I run today, uh, I did something similar. I was like writing it down as I went and it was a 20 year journey to put it all together. Right. And, and so I know exactly how much stick to it takes to take a 20 year journey and turn it into something that, that is transformational. I think that's probably why this resonated so much with me. Because, you know, we, we've got similar pathways that we've done here. Um, I am, uh, I'm, I'm flipping through the book here because there was one that was so right on. Um, and it was, oh, there it is. <laughs> I found it. So uh, one, of the, one of the readings that I did was asking, so I asked about the journey. I asked about the, 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 trip from here to Panama, right? And about the the journey itself, which is including the house sale and everything else, right? And it gave me the climb over card, which is, I'm going to read it to you guys. It says, hit a brick wall? No matter. You've got this. Now, what's really funny is that I found this while you were talking about the journey that it took you to get through it. And just as you said, um, you know, who am I to do this? I, I opened this and I almost read it out loud to you because it was just like so in alignment with you just saying that just now. But it says, hit a brick wall, no matter. You've got this. Climb over it or go around it. There are bunches of bananas on the other side. Bunches. You're not stuck. This is merely a course correction from the big gorilla in the sky. Think of it as a detour to send you past the swamp and over the alligators and move you swiftly in the right direction. Besides, monkeys are good at climbing, so scaling this obstacle will be a breeze. I'll say it again. You've so got this. Symbolic frolics. So you always have two things. Symbolic frolics and affirmation. Symbolic frolics is temporary setback. Consider an alternate route. Course correction. And the affirmation is, I love that I'm always, uh, um, that I am great at always finding a way to achieve my goals. Okay. Now, what's interesting is that uh, this showed up just as I was running my open house and we did not get multiple offers as we anticipated. And then when we got our offer the day after uh, we got the offer, or actually we didn't get the offer yet, the day after the open house, the Fed raised the interest rates by a full percent. And so I was like, crap, right? And then I, I pulled this card and I was like, okay, I got this, right? <laughs> like, yeah, all right, it's good. And then I was asking a question about being in Panama, living in Panama, what it was going to be like. And I drew the receive card, which says, hold on, it's coming. Don't leave the jungle yet, which is hysterical because I am moving to the jungle, right? <laughs> and Right? And just when it seems like you've done everything you can and you have, a miracle arrives and blesses the entire situation. Know that a miracle is coming very soon. All you need to do is expect it, accept it, and bless it. That's that's it. Tidy up the treehouse and get the guest room ready for its visit, which is so funny because we have been talking to so many people about coming down to visit. And we are getting a house with a guest room specifically for that purpose. Right. And, and we, we, and Jeff and I for years have talked about having a treehouse. So, you know, living in a treehouse. So, I mean, all of this is right in alignment. Right. So, when the miracle arrives, open your arms wide to catch it and give a great big hug. Don't forget to say thanks. And symbolic frolics, miracles keep going, trust and receive. And affirmation, I love that I believe in miracles. And I do. 
So this is, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm, it's so right on the money for me every time. And I turned over the deck the, just now uh, when we were starting and got the point of view card, which I love. It's a little sock monkey upside down. He's looking at the world, standing on his head. It's the cutest thing ever. And so, you know, this is, this is just, it's a great deck. So what, what do you feel like is the, the big picture core underpinning of the sock monkeys? I know for me that, uh, and it was funny because when I was, I uh, was vetting your site and everything, I, I was like, oh my God, empaths should get more done in a day than most people do in a week. Um, I'm like, I'm in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> my people. My people. <laughs> but what, what the, this process has done for me, what creating these sock monkeys has done for me is to focus on the fun is to focus on the love and laughter and not take myself so seriously and get over my bad self. And so <laughs> it's really, um, this is a car, uh, you know, it's like a hug. It's, it's joy. Um, so I would say that the, the theme for this deck is really joy. I want to leave people with a smile and a hug and, and guidance. And the, and the other thing is when I am really busy creating, I wanted a deck that would just give me a bottom line, get her done. So, <laughs> and, and so it's not, it's not uh, a ton of, the word count is not huge, but I wanted every word to count. And so I just wanted a quick answer, a hug and a smile and be on your way kind of thing. And that is exactly my experience of the deck. So I will say that, that, that is, and I will say that every time I look at the card box, I'm like, oh, I feel happy. It's a joyous, it's a joyous space, right? So, you know, this is, um, we're having a little love fest here <laughs> and we're inviting you to join. Yeah. So, you know, I just, the thing about this, the, that is so wonderful is that it's, it seems like every time I touch the deck, it's so right on the money for where I am. And that is so rare for a brand new deck to be that way. Um, honestly, I expected to get mediocre answers because, you know, until you get connected to a deck, you know, it usually takes a little time for the deck to really get to know you and you to get to know the deck. And, and, uh, the fact that this just went bang was just like, wow, that's all. Yeah. So it's, it's unusual from that perspective. And, uh, so, you know, it made me, it may just be that I need some joy in my life and that's where I'm just tuning in and sucking it up and receiving it. Yay. Thank you. Uh, or it, it could just be that you've created a truly magical deck here. And I think it's a little of both. Thank you. Yeah. I'm hugging you. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, that was actually get, you partially answered one of my questions was, you know, Shannon, you said that you, you wanted a deck that was short, basically short, sweet to the point. Here's what you need to know. Boom move on about your business, you know? And so when you're creating Oracle deck, if you, you know, magic is done with intention. So if your intention was to do that, then it seems like Kelly, that's exactly what this, you know, the deck is delivering, you yep. know? Um, and I, I pulled it up on the web because I don't have the deck yet. However, <laughs> my inner child is going, I want one, I want one, I want one. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> because the, the, the cover of this thing has, has a little sock monkey. He's in grand jeté which is a big leap. Okay. And coming from a dancer, I know what this is. And he's just like, yeah, 
yes. And he's having a ball. Oh my gosh. I love these, the artistry on these that I'm, I'm always so jealous of, of artists and very appreciative because mm. I can't draw stick figures. So <laughs> this is just awesome. Yeah. And every card is just, just filled with like, it, it's with sock monkeyness, right? It's, it's, there's, if you've ever had a sock monkey now, what's, um, I, when I was a teenager, they had these little monkeys that would like Velcro around your neck and your waist and you'd stick your hand up inside of them and you'd do that. I had one and his name was Seek Monk. And, <laughs> and, and I would talk with him a lot. He was my friend. And um, so I, I have an affinity for sock monkeys, I think. <laughs> so, oh, that is so cool. Right? And so, you know, he there is something unique about a sock monkey. They are just... They, they are their own thing and they have their own archetypal energy. And every single image really invokes that archetypal energy. Um, I love the see no bad stuff one. He's adorable. So, um, and the diva, oh my gosh, the diva laying out on the bench. It's fantastic. I'm, I'm holding up the jewel so she can see it. Yes, you know, got that. That oh. was me yesterday. Leave me alone. Yeah, join the club. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about the join the club, right? So, you know, I mean, there's just, if you guys are looking for a deck, I, I have to tell you, and you guys know me, I don't sit and rave about stuff. It's just not what I do. Um, so if I'm sitting and raving about something, it's something. And so, you know, if you guys are looking for a deck that's just going to bring you happiness and give you very quick and simple answers, which I adore when I'm looking at decks because, you know, that's what I want. That's the whole point of a deck, right? Well, not all of decks. I, I, I use um, Lynn Andrews Power Deck. And that is not meant to, I mean, it gives a quick answer, but it's a, a quick answer that goes deep into your subconscious and your psyche and whatever. And I love that deck. It's one of the decks that I'm taking with me. But I, some days you just want an answer, damn it. You just want an answer and a little jolt of yum. And this is the, the answer in a jolt of yum. And so, you know... With I, a side I, of woohoo. With a side of woohoo, Exactly. And, and and childlike, wee! wee! <laughs> so yeah. now your inner child is going to be happy and they're not going to try and drive your bus. Exactly. Theoretically. Yes. Yeah. The, theoretically, yeah. We, we and, I, and I appreciate it. Um, speaking, you know, I, I'm newer to, to the woo-woo world. Like I was telling you, I've been in it for a couple of years. So as I am learning and learning the difference between, as of today, uh, tarot and, um, and oracle, for me... Getting a deck is sometimes very intimidating because I'm like, wait, I have to, and my analytical brain kicks in, right? And I'm going, well, wait, I have to get the exact meaning of this, da, 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 da. So when it's like short, sweet to the point, and it's easy for me to understand, it's not intimidating to me as a student, right? I, I'm, you know, I'm still a student, right? And, but, it, and, and it makes it more enjoyable. And then that makes me also want to use them more and more and more and more and more. Right. So, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be so fun. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Now, if you guys want to learn more about the tarot and Oracle deck and how to read with them, we did do an episode on that. It's episode 21. Um, and so if you want to learn more about what these things are and how they work, you can go back to episode 21, which was way back in 2018, which is why Jewel doesn't remember it. Um, I've slept since then. Once or twice <laughs> I've slept since then. <laughs> 
and and you can learn a little bit more about it. But yeah, if you guys are looking for for a good deck, this this is a great deck, and I'm really happy with it. So. Um, Shannon, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your journey with us. This is fantastic. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And, and, um, so, uh, as, just as a little wrap up here before we sign off and tell everybody how to find Shannon's deck, um, uh, uh Kellyism for the day, right? So Kellyism. Yes. Kellyism, Kellyism, Kellyism. Read into, feel into the sock monkeys. <laughs> Life is meant to be joyous and simple. Don't make it too complicated. How does that work for you, Shannon? Does perfect. that fit with the stuck monkey? Yes, See? Absolutely perfect. There we go. Yeah. All right. So how do they find your, your sock monkey deck? Go to sockmonkeyoracle.com and then you can buy it from your favorite retailer. Fantastic. Yeah. So they could get this on Amazon too. Amazon, if they want Barnes and Noble. There's a, all kinds Fantastic. of fun places to go. Yeah. Super simple. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Shannon. This has been amazing. You're welcome. I'm just, thank you. I've been happy to be here. Absolutely. And that is all that we have for this week, folks. Tune in next time when Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Jules here with Kelly Sparta and Shannon Grissom. And you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Bye. Resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon Within my car, I'm all alone But feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.